2: Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh yeah, enjoy the episode.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on our show we have Heather Hazan. Hi Heather! Hello, Mm. thank you for having
4: me. I'm excited.
3: Yeah, yes, thank you for joining us. This, I, I mean, we've had a little scheduling mishap, so I'm glad to finally <laughs> yeah. chat with you today. But for our listeners who may not know who you are, do you mind introducing yourself and kind of giving us a background on how you got into photography? Sure. Yeah, first off, I'm just so happy to be
4: talking with other film fans. It's my love. Yes. so It's, yes. it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Heather I, um I work as a photographer. I actually got started very late. I didn't go to school for this. I was 26 when I first learned, when I was, so... Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's been definitely, like, self-taught, and I originally was interested in this industry on the modeling side, like, halfway, half my life ago, like, when I was, like, 17. Mm. Mm. Uh, started oh, in the industry on the modeling side, and... Thought you had to be like a size zero, and my body wasn't that way, and so went down that path and felt very pressured, mm. and then I couldn't maintain that size, so I was like emailing my agent, like, is there any way I can be a part of this industry? Let me work <laughs> for you. Let me assist at the agency, so that's kind of what I did wow. as I was gaining weight, uh, which was a healthy weight for me. That's yeah. Good.
5: Uh, Yeah.
4: And I started working behind the scenes and taking models digitals and, you know, their Polaroids for different clients. And I was like, I, I really like this, but didn't think anything of it. Tried the plus size modeling route and kind of really did not love the way curve models were portrayed at this time you yeah, know this is mm. over a decade ago but it was like very okay. one-dimensional the models were like you know you had to have like perfectly curled hair face and makeup right they were like patting boobs and hips and they yeah. wanted this idea of this curve model and i was like no but all these people i'm seeing at castings are like super editorial and cool and no one's getting it so i would like take pictures of my um Model friends like in my bedroom with like natural light to know what I was doing. And over time, I was like, maybe I should learn about it. So, like, <laughs> take online classes and still didn't know anything. And then it kind of learned on set on like really, really small jobs and was hiring the right assistants and digital techs. Um, and then it kind of spiraled from there. Man. Wow. Yeah. So, definitely not the like normal route <laughs> when
3: when did the love of film come in because yeah well, i mean i'm assu- i mean i shouldn't assume but this is kind of one of the questions i always ask people who do these the, your kind of work do you have to like convince the client like oh i want to shoot on film because in my line of work they're like they want it before i'm even go to bed that night you know what i mean totally <laughs> yeah
4: i mean i think what i was <laughs> shooting all my model friends I was shooting on a digital camera I didn't even know about film and I was like I just Mm -hmm. never felt connected to it I was like this feels fake I don't even want to go down this path I don't even know what it means to you know be a photographer but I knew that whatever I was doing with digital wasn't working Hmm. and then I got a camera for Christmas one year, a Hasselblad, which was like, oh, this is amazing. Ooh, Let's try this Merry out. Merry
2: Christmas. Yeah. Who did, who
4: did <laughs> this that? This is the best thing in the whole world Yeah, my, my family because um, they saw that I was interested, but I was just floating around. I was 26. like I didn't know mm-hmm. what was happening. And then I took that first picture of that hostel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is it and I felt connected to it, and when the pictures came back, I was like, oh, there's that feeling that I'm missing. There's the soul that I'm missing, and it all was like film is the answer. (laughs)
3: Mm. I just love hearing that everybody's moment where like the life has everything has changed like the world just turns to color you know like- yeah <laughs> like, it was a huge moment that's amazing Um, I mean like I think so many of our favorite photos of all
4: time were shot on film and we're like wait, what's missing now and I've never seen an industry mm. go backwards almost like our industry right, right? Yeah. like so many yeah. of our favorite photos were were decades ago and oh, there's a return though film is film is back yeah yeah,
3: it's got, it's one of those things like it's coming back in motion picture too, uh-huh. and I, I it's like I always wonder like if we had pumped the brakes sooner, we'd be being like a better position to you know for film companies to be you know every we yeah. see stuff getting discontinued all the time, and it's like wait I thought we were back, what's going on? <laughs> Why is this happening still? You know, but I just saw the portrait just I got know. more expensive. <laughs> I was like,
5: <laughs> no.
2: I know. Yeah. And I saw too that Kodak just released their, what was it, their 2022 annual, whatever it is, like their, their, the money they made they like slashed or broke all these records and stuff and everyone where did
3: you see that that's not good for them to post that
2: (laughs) i think it was oh no that's i immediately went to the comments to see like and everyone's like oh great you guys are doing great so is film gonna get cheaper now are we gonna are we gonna start going back down
4: they're like no we have Uh, to pay everyone which is a good thing but yes 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 Yes. Yes. but no i agree i i I mean in my day-to-day to To like pay rent, I shoot a lot of advertising work, and I have to shoot on digital. Mm, okay. um, but for any of my personal or editorials, that's that's all on film.
2: Yeah, and I I just learned the whole world of digi teching, like digital technicians that mm-hmm. do all that stuff for. I never knew that makes so much more sense now because you know I'm a hobbyist. I do this just for like the the brain good (laughs) that that shooting photography does for me and just hearing, you know, professional photographers talk about, you know, yeah, you know, I have to shoot digital for this. And it's like, man, I just don't know how you get a good picture. And then it was like, oh, there's digitex. Like there's people Mm -hmm. that can, you know, make things look good for you. So, wow, what a relief.
4: (laughs) They call it, they call me tethered Heather when I'm shooting. Tethered Heather's the worst Heather. (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) But for some of these advertising jobs where they have, you know, 40 shots in a day and they have all these cropping needs and it's just, Mm. you know, and product shots and everything has to be in focus. It's like, you know, sometimes it makes sense, but they're not going to get the soul and they're not going to get. No. No.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's a Yeah. Everything comes at a cost. Do you shoot primarily like your most of your celebrity stuff on film or is that also digital too or like mixed? So if it's
4: all basically probably anything you've seen on my website or Instagram is shot on only film. And then my advertising stuff is primary, I'd say 95% yeah. digital. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No shame in that. Like I said, I, I do it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, I mean, you know, I do a lot of on-set photography. I've, and our listeners have heard me talk about it a million times. But, you know, back in the day, they were sh- they were changing roles. I, I, I couldn't imagine oh, it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you, uh, so, that's... A- advertising photography was way different. You know, they were shooting four by five. So with,
4: cool. You know, yeah. And for my, my editorials and celebrity editorials, I just kind of... Say, you know, you can either spend money on a digital tech or we can use that same amount of money on, a, mm. on film. And I'm happy to test on digital, make sure PR approves, everybody approves, the clothing yeah. is leg right? Yeah. And then yeah. once we get it on this, we're going to move to film right away, and they usually are okay with that. So
2: what a different world we live in, like yeah. the future now. But yet it's we're all trying to capture the, you know the yeah yeah the beauty of film. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy.
3: How do the uh, did the celebrities think it's like super cool that you're shooting on film? <laughs> I mean, I think it's really come back so much that they're used to it now, and they get
4: excited by it. I think. Mm. What's great about it too is like the PR can go away. Everybody can kind of go away and you're left to have some actual intimate connected moment with this person and they're not seeing every single change that they make you know, on the computer. And I think it allows for mm. these people to really let down and not feel like, oh, I have to be amazing every single shot, but I could really like relax. And maybe I do something weird, but maybe that, Mm. you know, leads to something really beautiful. And I think when I'm tethered, it's like, oh, no, don't do that. You know, and everybody else is commenting and it's like, wait, it might turn into something good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so
2: interesting. And that's what that's what I just don't know how I would be able to comprehend something like that where you're tethered. The stress to that Mm-hmm. it just seems so much higher than the thought of did I get the shot with film like just right. having somebody mm-hmm. critique every little movement like of like in what the you're moment doing. yeah well, yeah, in, yeah, the yeah moment. in the moment and like you just said it's like maybe something magical would have happened but you got people stopping it and throwing the brakes on and 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 you you know you're like wait no don't do that because you can see it and it's just man I don't know I don't know yeah it's the models kinda...
4: they they feel that and they feel all the eyes because they know it's not yeah. just what people are seeing but you know There's another. There's multiple monitors, and there's an iPad with the content too coming in. Oh goodness, jeez. I mean, and then during the pandemic, it was all via Zoom. So clients wherever they were,
3: we were seeing my capture feed live. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I was
4: miserable to be honest.
3: Yeah, I had something similar, but I didn't. We I didn't have the ability to tether, so that we were just over Zoom. We would connect the camera after that. We would like shoot a bunch, connect the camera, scroll through. And that my heart started pounding every time yeah. we connected because I was like, oh, God, you know, and, yeah. you know, I'd, although the flip side was getting knowing that the clients were happy in that moment was nice, too. But I don't know. It was, it was it's it's just a wi- weird thing, you know, right. And you weird. don't have time to weird. like edit it and go through yeah, it. And I know put your own stuff on it. So, yeah, exactly.
2: So coming from the model world, you know, yeah. being on that side uh-huh. of the camera to, you know, now you're the photographer. What are like the big changes you've seen since then? Cuz I'm I'm sure things are not as disgusting as they used to be yeah yeah yeah, I
4: mean oh when I started I mean I literally was told because at that time they wanted curve models to also like have a perfect like hourglass shape and so Mm. there was so much padding and you know (sighs) there was just so much deception in this industry and I would have to wear like Spanx and then put pads in my Wow! Jeez. And boobs to make this shape happen, but then they wanted like you know a chiseled jawline and clavicles, and you're like that doesn't
5: exist. No. (laughs) No.
4: So I think during that time, I was just I wanted to see all shapes, sizes, colors, ages. In this industry and it's exciting. There's a lot of progress that's been made and it's so cool to see these models get into these like high-end fashion moments because I think, you know, it's awesome when like an everyday brand uses all sizes. But what's so exciting for me is when like a high-end fashion brand uses, you know, a size 12 or whatever and it doesn't matter because she's just so editorial and chic and she's amazing and her size of her, you know, hips does not matter whatsoever. Mm. Um, so it's exciting. I still think we have more to go, but it's definitely an exciting time to be in the industry.
3: It makes sense. You want like real people in the clothes because then some real size 12 is like, this doesn't look like her. If she's a size 12, how come Uh it doesn't look like, you know, it's like, that's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, exactly. And
4: I was like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of being like a character in this thing. I kind Mm. of want to start directing it and be on the other side. And show these women in this way that I want to see them. And so it all kind of started from there.
3: I love that. And speaking of directing, I had a question because uh-huh. a lot on your website, a lot of you have like little moments of like Super 8 stuff. And yeah. What I'm assuming is Super 8. Yeah. Do you have any um, aspirations to take that further with, with motion? Like direct yes. something? Yeah. So on my mm-hmm. how I make my money
4: how in this industry yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. is like full full blown big advertising sets for a lot of beauty, fitness, lingerie, all of that. But I also direct small like beauty commercials. And I oh, work with a D, yeah, awesome. yeah, with a DP and That's, a team. The stuff on my website is just like fun and what I like. Like, there's one with an iPhone app, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let it I'll leave it to like the professionals. <laughs> but uh,
2: directing <laughs> is, is really is is a
4: whole nother world, but it's fun.
2: Yeah, another bucket list of mine as well. I
4: know, same. I would love yeah. to direct something one day. I can't imagine big movie sets. I oh. I'm like like what it takes on a still set, and then you think about the pre-pro and the post-pro and how stressful it is. Oh, and I can't, I can't yeah. imagine how you make a movie. It seems like a miracle to me.
2: <laughs> I know. And to keep track of everything, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause they shoot people. out of order and that mm-hmm. it's just, I, I mean, I assisted on a couple of things like that when I was living in Nashville and cool. it it was a total blast. But again, even just being a grip running around doing things, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, well, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Just hold this boom.
2: Yep, yep,
5: yep.
4: (laughs) Exactly. And sometimes I think when things get too big, you kind of lose some of the magic of, you know, why I started photography in the first place, which is, Mm. you know, the connection with your subject and having a real authentic moment happen. Um, And that's really hard when there's 50 people watching and no time for each shot. And yeah, it's not conducive to creativity.
3: I wanted to, since you brought up creativity, do you... Are you the person that is also a creative director? Do you like decide like, okay, this is what I, this is what I'm thinking for this kind of shoot or is there a team? Yeah, I think for, yeah, personal and editorial
4: stuff, I'll use uh, this website called Mila Note. It's amazing. Um You kind of drag and drop Ooh. all these photos and I'll usually Ooh, start doing like, down. it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I'll start importing just tons of photos, moving them around, and then, you know, I'll get a location and then I'll kind of like move different globs of photos into the locations <laughs> and can kind of evolves from there. Yeah, I think, yeah, the location, the studio, and then working closely with my, my lighting team which um, is everything. I think. I think of things as like a team. Everybody on set mm-hmm. is. is yeah. Every single person. I truly, truly believe is of equal importance on set. Because if one thing is is wrong, then the whole shoot kind of falls apart. And we got to mm. think of it as one holistic thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I love that about your Instagram too. Like you do list everybody that has like participated in said photo shoot, which is so good to see. Because like you're saying, man, it's team team sport, and mm-hmm. it's I could see how it could be so easy to just put your name on something and be like, look what I did, you know, because there's applause feels really nice sometimes. But then when you get to do it for the whole team, it's like, hell yeah. All right. Yeah.
4: There's so many people involved. It's so crazy. And everything is based on the team and the flow of the day and, you know. The light, how light falls on a face. Like, that's yeah, so, so yeah. important. Yes. The vibe on set, it really is the collection um, of people. And it's all about good people on set. I think I'm trying to focus on just having the right people on set. And then I maybe don't have to force everything mm, because i think yeah. a lot of times when you know you might not see eye to eye there's a lot of forcing and convincing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it's just like oh we no one's gonna have an image that they like because it will all be like a watered down version of everybody's idea of it mm. Ooh,
3: sounds like egos
4: yeah yeah <laughs> we have to collaborate together yeah yeah. So yeah, I d- yes. yeah i don't believe any image could ever be truly mine unless it's like a ghosty image and it's just at my house (laughs) I don't know right
2: (laughs) so with I I mean with all the work that you do you know your your job is photography do you ever find time to just do photography for you where you're just kind of you know walking around with a camera taking
3: or do you just like that's work yeah yeah Yeah. or is that
2: just associated to work for you
4: I know it's with you when you said it you like shoot for for fun I'm like oh my gosh that would be so lovely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. I, I honestly i know this is not going to be a fun answer but i i leave my camera at home on vacations okay. at when i'm with friends i'm not on my iphone or not i'm not yeah. documenting anything and it just feels like there's a time and a place maybe if i get to the point in my career where i'm doing a lot less jobs uh, making okay. more money per job would give me the space to focus on
2: on personal work mm. Do you do you miss personal work?
4: The problem with personal work is that it's so expensive too. You oh, know, right? <laughs> yeah. it, like mm-hmm. the honest, I feel like people don't talk about it, but to even like shoot what you want to shoot takes so much time and energy. I mean, you still gotta pay for the space. You gotta pay the mm-hmm. catering. You gotta pay the mm-hmm. team. Yeah, and talk about the clothes. And it's like it, it's to me and film like it's thousands of yeah. dollars before if you yeah. don't if
3: just for the most basic shoot. So I have to be very strategic. <laughs> yeah. 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 You need like lo-fi. Like I just want- <laughs> Yeah. Like one model to come- <laughs> to one spot. Yeah. We'll get tr- lunch after. Totally.
4: <laughs> I'm trying to do like a go project where I just, every now and then, I'm so sick of the advertising <laughs> jobs with 70 mm. people. And I'm like, I just want, I miss the one-on-one. Just come. Yeah, yeah. We'll use natural light. You'll be in my kitchen. And- I'll get you a couple of film pictures and that's been nice. <laughs> it's good currency. People like that. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd even think about the price of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. let, I coming from the world of you know, I used to do. We would have like monthly art shows, and I would like to you know f- mat and frame my photos, and and cool. even the price of that to like put on a yeah, little yeah. show was just in, you know you're spending a grand just like really putting together a nice little thing, and then it rains that night. You yeah, know what I mean? Gosh. So like nobody comes out, and it's like <sighs> wow, all right, it's cool. You got a a show in a box ready to go for the next time, but it's just <laughs> It's so expensive. Art is no yeah. joke, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. no joke.
4: It's so expensive. I think, yeah, the entry point is interesting. And I think social media is cool because anyone can shoot and put it up and hope yeah. to get attention. But, you know, I think there's some sort of like, I consider it like a video game. Like you got to get to this level and then mm-hmm. it opens up the next level. And then, you know, maybe you make one more thing that feels congruent to you and then unlocks another thing. Can,
2: <laughs> it's oh, so true. Yeah. That you
4: can hop
3: up, but. Yeah,
2: Man, everything always comes back to video games. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh,
3: I just wanted to say it's true. Um, how How has your past as a model influenced the way you photograph people? Yes, big time, I think. I think that's
4: probably my biggest strength as a photographer is just kind of empathizing with the person in front of me and how how it is from their perspective in every way. I'm huge on casting. I think I have a doc of like 300 models at this point that I try and push for different jobs. And That's amazing. To me, it's all about the person. It has, everything else can go away. And as long as me and the person can connect and the picture feels believable, like I believe that that person is there doing that thing or emoting that thing, then it's all good to me. But um, Mm. yeah, I try and think about how they're feeling and that really matters and at the end of the day you can see all that in a picture um what yeah. the set's like and how they're being
3: treated and all of that the vibe is wrong yeah <laughs> it takes <laughs> well, the whole well. thing right Definitely.
2: out of it. so taking that to so there's models and then there's like celebrity people and mm. i guess celebrities are kind of used to being models now too right or is it a little harder with 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 somebody like that, somebody that's not a model, is it a little harder to kind of pull something out of them? or?
4: Yeah, I find actors are my favorite because oh, okay. they're right. used to tapping into different emotions. They're not scared of looking weird. They can, like, inhabit different emotions and show that, whereas I think musicians, and this is not, this is just, like, an overarching idea, not, like, for all yeah. of them, but musicians tend to have a brand, and they need to stick to that brand, and they want right. to be cool, yeah. and... You know, there's you're not really doing much outside of what they normally are like. Right. So I found actors are really fun and they just like, especially male actors, like get on the ground, roll around, do yeah. whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been fun. On shoots like that, I know I've assisted on a couple things, celebrity shoots, and usually you don't have that much time with celebrities. Is that true for you as well? You yeah. Oh, it's always yeah. like... You have 30 minutes. They're like, okay, cool. We're going to get 12 looks in 30 minutes. (laughs) Yep. So I'm kind of a crazy
4: planner. And I will say, okay, we'll get there five hours before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be me. I'd be sleeping in a sleeping bag the night before. Exactly. I'm like, (laughs) we're going to get there as early as we possibly can. We're going to plan out any moves that we're making with the whole team. We'll know exactly where every light is moving so that when we're with that person, there's just a flow. And we know mm. and there's no waiting time because we can only move as like there can only be as much time as it takes for the talent to change mm. into their next look, which is fast. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And they should not be waiting more than that. So it's it can be tough. But yeah, a lot of pre
3: pre prep is the way to go. Sounds a little stressful.
2: You take a notes, Chris. You take a notes.
3: I know. I'm like, okay, I just can't imagine like being having all of those people and then p- people also being like, hurry up it's like, oh God you totally. know I'm really stressed out. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like no wonder you're like I don't want to look at a camera when what? I'm on vacation get it away from me, please yeah
2: that it's, makes way more sense yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
4: Um, I know wow. it's kind of sad, but um, but then, you know, you get one of these, sometimes a the picture,
3: you get that thing and it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. And I, a lot of your work looks like it's worth it a lot. It's, your work is fantastic. So, oh, it's killer. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But I feel like it's been like that always with celebrity Photography. I feel like it's always been like we don't have time to do this. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> we're here. Like, how, why? Why? Why is it like that? Yeah. But back in the day, I I also think the PR
4: influence has really changed mm. things because I I don't know. I see like old celebrity like 90s pictures and like yeah. people are run running around wild with these celebrities and it looks so yeah. free and fun around the city or around. Yeah. 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 Then they're like, wait, there wasn't probably a pr and everybody was shooting on film so yep. there was less judgment and um hmm. you could really be free with those people and now it's like everybody's looking at that screen and, <laughs> and stopping anything from happening so i think a lot of the celebrity work starts to feel very safe um and a lot of like some sort of sameness because hmm. it's being heavily controlled
3: <laughs> for Where where do you get the most creative fulfillment is it celebrities? Is it the models? Is it the advertising? Definitely not advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> just fulfilling a client's needs and deliverables. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Yep. I'm proud. You get a sense of accomplishment, and I'm proud that like my team and I can create whatever they want. Um, mm. But there's no creativity on our end usually. Uh, maybe a little bit, but and the celebrity, there's a lot of restrictions there. So I definitely
2: say say with the models. Back to your roots. I love
4: it. Yeah, you're so right. Yep, I gotta remind myself that every day. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And being like based out, you're based out of New York City, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it is it is it very competitive? I'm I'm guessing it's extremely competitive there. Mm. Are you or is it? Is it easy to kind of find your lane and stay in it? Because I've always wanted to live in New York City. That was like, that's always my dream. I mean, I might be 80 when I get there, but it's going to happen someday.
3: <laughs> Where are you both now? I'm in Los Angeles.
2: I'm in just central PA, kind of about cool. an hour away from Philly. But I lived in Nashville 10 years before this. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
4: I think there's a space for everybody. I think everybody, you know, what's so cool about photography, and maybe this is not talked about, or I haven't heard it talked about, but it's so psychological and it's so... Mm. It really is how you see the world. Nobody else can do that. That's what's so cool. And so you bring all of your experience and time and feelings and emotions and how you want to see something and only you can do that. So I think Hmm. I've never really been competitive in that way because it's like, gosh, it's so cool. You see that person like that or that person Hmm. sees something that way. And it's like, there's a space for everybody. I think.
2: Mm, I agree. Uh, Cuz yeah. we we say that too about, you know, friends of ours that are like, "Oh, we really want to start a podcast, but there's so many out there." And it's like, "Yeah, there's so many out there. Each one's different. It's like totally. a different." It's like books. You know, there's a million totally. books and they're all different. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know. Yeah.
3: I love that. Go for yeah. It. Yeah. That's true. It's like that's really good advice just to remember about photography too and your work that we all have it, we're all bring something else to the table. Yeah. yeah. And somebody yeah. might yeah. want what you bring to the table or what this person brings to the table. Yes, exactly. And that's why you should really stick
4: with, you know, what you really love and feel congruent because that's
3: what, yeah, is going to get you the work that you want. Yeah.
4: Agreed.
5: I
3: feel like we, we've all like been through, at least me, okay, I'm going to be just like this person and like tried to copy other people's styles like so many times that now I'm just like, I need to create my own style. Like yep. what, what, do, what do I bring to the table? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What do you want to see? Yeah.
2: Which I think is important when you're first starting. You know, it's it's, it's important mm-hmm. to That's try true. out a couple, you know, fall in love with the photographer's work and try to because yep. you're not going to learn any other way. I mean, unless you're being physically taught by a teacher or something like that. But a lot of us are, you know, a lot of us just found a camera one day and started shooting with it. And Next thing you know, we're completely head over heels in love with it and find a way to make a, a buck or two off of it. You know,
4: mm-hmm. definitely.
2: What's well, like your dream? Dream job photography wise. Mm. Oh. Like, where do you, where, where do you, what are you achieving to do? Like, what's like, what's your end goal?
4: I think I just want like a happy life. I just want to mm-hmm. wake oh, up.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah.
4: I just want to wake up and not be stressed, you know, or like worry about emails and like, Pre-planning. I just want to wake up and have like a slow morning, and yeah, you know, I think I Ideally, it's like people trust me and the decisions of you know who I want to bring on, and there's not a lot of like fights or pushback, and and just trust everybody can do the best thing that they do mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. would be amazing.
3: It's <laughs> a good answer. I want everything to go smooth. Oh. Yeah, just (laughs) exactly. And I
4: mean, I love. I used to say I wanted to do high end fashion and bring diversity into it. I think it's happening, but I think I think mental health and your daily life, and Mm -hmm. you know, we can only live our own lives, and we got to make sure that the day to day is is good. Mm -hmm. The hour to hour. it's true it's some things it's that it's not worth it you know yeah yeah
2: and i love that the more time goes on the more we are starting to like as a collective focus on things like that
4: Hmm. definitely mental health is is so important it's very exciting to see that it's now being normalized and therapy is being normalized and yes um, Yes. it's it's really exciting yeah
3: work-life balance too you know. yes yeah (laughs) So, do you have any hobbies outside photography? Since photography is not also your hobby, like some people, like <laughs> yes. psycho like me.
4: <laughs> I, I'm I love. I actually really do love podcasts. So I'm like, and I love psychology podcasts and books cool. and and learning about psychological ideas. And I'm really interested in the universe and different mm-hmm. theories about why we're all here and. Space time and whoa. Yes. Cool. Yes. string theory. <laughs> There's this like block universe idea that's really cool. How, like, whoa. everything that happened and will happen is like in this block, and it's fascinating. You can YouTube. Oh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That stuff like, gets
3: me going. I love it. Oh, I'm a dork. I do like yoga and boxing and stuff too. Yeah, cool.
2: Man, yeah, that's hobbies great. are very important.
3: mm-hmm I don't know. I feel like I've have so much to still say to still say ask it. let it out <laughs> let it out Chris. I, I mean i guess i guess one of my my questions because i'm like your your kind of your kind of work is the kind of work that really inspires me it's like you know why i moved to la like i've just recently started assi- assisting again and these kind of sets and stuff what can you take us and you could also not you can also yeah. be like uh, no <laughs> but like from from like you get an email from from a client and then you have to like huh, what's the th- the timeline do you have like two weeks to figure out what you want to do and pick a location all that stuff or do you need to do it in a day like or is it sometimes both yeah i think like every single job is so different i mean i've had Um, jobs
4: that you know i get inquiry and it's that day and they need the film to be rushed the very next day and it's so insane um and then of course there's ones where you have you know months of prep time and so many different pre-pro calls um but it just it varies heavily is the honest answer.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I just just wonder because, you know, you look at, you know, your work and I'm like, how did this all come together? You know, like I'm just so fascinated by all that. Yeah, different, different every time. But I really stress the team
4: and making sure everybody has their Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thing that they can focus on and try to delegate. And it's, it's a collaboration for sure. And my lighting techs and I work a lot in LA too. And I have Oh, cool! A a team out there, and there are these amazing guys in their fifties who kind of took me under their wing, and they're I love I love them so much, and they you know I was really honest at the beginning. I was like, I don't know anything. They're like so glad you told me and they kind of explained Mm, um, mm. different equipment and what's actually happening It would answer questions whenever i was like what's that you know what's that thing called and oh what's that power you know and um without any ego or judging me yeah uh, or like gatekeeping yeah (laughs) me too so it's been so cool to learn from them and we're just we feel like we're in it together i love it
2: man that's that's because it's so easy to to pretend to know everything uh-huh. And I think, I think a lot of people or, or, do that. Or
3: like even like feel like you should know everything. Yes. I'm so, yeah. just because, yeah. you know, I have the, the oh, podcast yeah. and this and that. And then, you know, sometimes I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I
4: think that's awesome. That says every, that's amazing when you can say, you know, I don't know. And, you know, it doesn't make you a bad photographer if you don't know, yeah. you know, the power <laughs> output of yeah. some sort of equipment uh, yeah. or what this ultra bounce is called or what Right, you know, right whatever whatever. Right. Yeah, it doesn't mean, Anything about your photography? It's just another little thing to learn, but I think you know there's people who are lighting directors and photo assistants mm-hmm. and grips, and everybody right, can right, right, do that for you on set too. <laughs> it's great.
2: I love hearing that because it's mm-hmm. it's just something I never because I again, I everyone knows I don't participate in this world. I'm I'm just I love photography just to love it and to hear that it just makes me because I've worked on sets and stuff and it's like I see that all come together and how like you know there's good days and there's bad days but when there's a good day and you're all like just winning Mm -hmm. like it's amazing it's Uh so good to end the day because those days are not like short either you know anytime I've been on set it's like 14 (laughs) to 20 hour days and it's like holy how am I still awake how am I still moving and it's like oh because these people are incredible you know like it's Mm -hmm. I love it
4: the team is everything yeah. Everything.
2: So are you like a film fridge type of person yeah. or do you just buy film when you need what do it?
4: What you have? <laughs> I spend so much money on film. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. it's I don't even need to put it in the fridge, to be honest, because we are moving through that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I oh, have an office with like, it's they're organized based on type. That Portrait 800 <laughs> and my Tri-X and, yes. and cute little, you know, see-through boxes. Uh, but no, we're moving through it fast <laughs>
2: man cool. cool that's good yeah. you're not hoarding
4: like
3: me
2: yeah you gotta shoot it you yeah gotta shoot you gotta it. shoot
3: it yeah. it's it's expired but that's probably cool too yeah 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 i i know i gotta go through and like sorry see Chris, what's I didn't mean to... cause
5: <laughs> no it's just
3: fine it just proves i gotta go i gotta set up some shoots i gotta go do the damn thing you know you do aside from my kiddo which is Oh, that's a good. That's a good subject too. Very good. That's a, he's a good subject. Yeah. I love your self portraits.
4: They're beautiful. Oh,
3: thank you With so your much. Kiddo. So good. He, he's he's like I, I like have him trained. So anytime I put the camera, I off, have he's him just like, trained. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, he he's like trained. I didn't. I didn't do it. He just. He just. He just. He just knows now. He's just like that's, that's a awesome. smile. That's incredible. It's the best. He's the best. Oh
2: man! I love it. <laughs> So, are you still like a, a Hassi shooter, or is that oh, like yeah. your main on set film camera, or what, what are you shooting on set?
4: Yeah, so I am not that good at manual focusing. <laughs> not that <laughs>
2: bad. It is so tough. So it is tough.
4: I've always dreamed, I'm like, I'm really going to use it for this shoot. And you know what? I can, there's no way I can shoot when I need yeah. to with that mm-hmm. for the editorial or celebrity shoot. So, I yeah, shoot on yeah. a Contact 64 Pi. Ooh, it's automatic. Focus. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. The automatic focus is a game changer, and it's mm-hmm, off, mm-hmm. still medium format. So, mm-hmm. um. But it's beautiful, and I've shot everything on that for my entire career. <laughs> when did you get it? Oh, I was renting it for a while, mm. and then I was like, I got to do this.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it must have been 2018. Yeah. I had one and sold it, and that's yeah, like my I, biggest regret. I, I
2: always hate. Chris's story of selling it.
3: <laughs> they're so expensive now. They're, they're, oh, they're I mean insane. they were expensive then. There was like $3,800 and I I shouldn't have bought it really in the first place because I was not in the p- place to buy that. And so it went on a credit card and then okay. I was like I, I I this is when I was like I'm going to be a wedding photographer. No. So I wasn't I wasn't using it for what I bought it for, That's you it. know. And I was I just was like I I have to I can't let this sit here. Yeah. You know, and because it's crazy now they've kept their value. Uh, they keep I think I value. can sell crazy. it for as much as I bought it for. But yeah, huge in the in the wedding photography industry. I hear that yeah. that's the camera of choice. It's just a fun camera. You could also take the top off and like have the ground glass, which is really cool. And that that you know you can't beat that glass on that. I thing. was just
2: gonna say the glass is insane. I mean the glass,
3: yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Ugh, and the sound, everything about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
4: gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I was just curious because, I mean, your work has... I, the the contacts glass, like, really has... It's it's weird for being a 645. Carl's eyes,
3: baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's
2: just... It almost has, like, a large format look to it mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, the yeah. depth of field is just so... Mm, it's tasty. It's, it's tasty depth of field. Gorgeous.
4: And then I started ordering handprints, too, which... Oh, I feel like this is a yeah. gatekeeping mm. thing.
5: i just like, yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah. Like,
4: I, was wonder, I was like, wow, what is everybody doing? Like the colors are so gorgeous and they're so soft. And what is, what are people doing? And I was like, ah, oh, they're getting their negatives hand printed that yep. was another like yep. aha moment oh, yeah. um, and that's even more money <laughs> i was gonna yep. say what does yep. that cost 138 dollars a picture
2: <laughs> oh my Whoa. god
4: But if the client's wow. paying it could it work yeah <laughs> <who cares? laughs>
2: but it's amazing a lot of people don't know that you know a lot yeah. of people don't realize that prints you can really pull out the photo if you oh, have yeah. a print of it and that's yeah. what you scan you know it's yeah. Some people don't know that
4: I didn't for a very long time. and yeah, when, when yeah. I finally
2: saw the side by side of the scan
4: versus the print, it's like oh, it's an extra it's level of feeling. And yep, yep. Yeah.
2: Um, it's it's just gorgeous. Wow. And I don't think prices are going to slow down anytime soon on that stuff. No. <laughs> no.
3: No. Do you do you have more than one six four five contacts? I don't. I've thought about yeah. getting a second
4: second body. I have a friend who has one. I was like. Or I could rent one, but no. Usually, yeah, yeah. I'm just switching out those the film real fast. Mm.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. Are those those are interchangeable backs, right? You yeah. don't have to load it into the body or anything like that. Yeah, right? I forget. Okay,
4: but we go. I don't know. We go so fast that we're just. I'd never switch the backs. I just keep loading the film. I'll just take the film out. Have another gotcha. one. Oh, wow, 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 wow. But I was listening to your your Ryan podcast, and I was like, oh, it's so cool that he said he stops and he rolls the right?
3: film. Oh yeah, Insane. I was like. That's amazing. You kind of sh- I know. Oh, what a great idea! I, I was like, how, 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 <laughs> What do you with the with the fifty people right like on your neck? I would just die. I would be like, I don't know how to do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> like, how do I even Same. roll this up? I don't know idea. <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one
4: assistant who counts my photos, and he's like 14, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> and, <I> was like,
2: <laughs> and go, 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 and go. go. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: So maybe we can just wow. slow up, slow our sets down, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: so cool to be able to do that. I could, I wish, man, I wish he had a little pocket recorder to hear the conversations that he has in between yeah. loading and stuff. I bet he just has such a killer time doing that. Should that
3: should be a podcast. Yeah. Between, yeah. yeah. Between,
2: oh, rules. between
4: roles. Between
2: roles. Between roles.
4: Wow. I love that. Now, there's something it, really cool about taking a moment and calming down and recentering. Um, mm-hmm.
3: I'm thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's great. I have to remember that too. I mean I, I take takes take a second. Yeah. You know? Why are we rushing? Why are we Why are we yeah. rushing? Yeah.
5: It's good.
2: Because good it's stuff. the
3: world we live in now. I know, Everything is go, go,
0: go,
2: go, go. That's why. We're it's built that way much. now. It's too much. <laughs> I know. Do you shoot any thirty-five or any instant or anything like that?
4: You know, I've never shot thirty-five, and I think it'd be really really fun too. But I do a lot of get this girl a Leica.
5: Yeah,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I shoot a lot of polaroids in stacks, and
3: they're fun. Mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. trying to bring them on every shoot and scan them.
4: Yeah, I think that's what you
3: need to to like take like a vacation camera you need like yeah. a really nice like whatever it is It'll even a point shoot you Yeah, take a point shoot and just like and the shika t4 has that carl's ice glass <laughs> okay. if i could make a recommendation yes
2: Man, I always recommend, too, if you're like a big iPhone shooter, get one of those little Instax printers, too. Those things are so much fun. I have a printer, an Instax wide printer now, and I am obsessed with it. Like, I love it. It's really good. I just, (laughs) I'll even print out film shots with it. And it's just so funny because, like, they look (laughs) completely different. And then you scan that and then the whole, you know, I'm just... I'm a nerd when it comes no, to that stuff. No, so it's so, so good playing with yeah. different
3: mediums. And... Oh, yeah.
2: It's a blast. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, you're the one who put me on the uh, the Polaroid one. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I had it port. forever.
2: Yeah, it's right. And I was talking about there. how... Yeah, you there it
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> is. I was talking about how I, I wish I took a film camera to the hospital when we when we mm-hmm. had Benjamin. And you're like, why don't you use your Polaroid? So I like have a bunch of like Polaroids of the day in the hospital. It's wow. Still film. so cool. Yeah. yeah. Still film. So
2: special. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back with a listener question for Heather right after this message from our sponsor. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only developing Hang Nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We talk shop. We develop some film. We also try to get a former guest for these. If that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. All right, guys. This is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Mir Moors, and they wanted to know... How do you get people so comfy in front of the camera?
4: Yes, that's really the most important thing to me. Mm -hmm. I consider myself a dork. I wear knee pads on set. Yes. yes. (laughs) That's so (laughs) smart. They're uh, gardening knee pads to be exact. I love
2: it. I love it.
4: Um, And so I think when people see, you know, this girl strapping on some knee pads and she's not taking herself too seriously, I think they understand that it's a place where they can let down and be themselves yes. and i'm not some like mm. stuffy person that's very yeah. serious and they understand that the vibe on set is is chill and they can be vulnerable and they can do a weird thing and they're not going to be judged for it and we can have an authentic moment
2: mm. and duly noted knee pads yes, yes. I, knee pads I'm, a yes. game changer <laughs> <laughs> Man, it just always reminds me of going back. I watched, I forget when the documentary was shot, but it was a Vogue documentary about their, mm. what is it, the September issue? Is that the big one or November or whatever? Whatever the big issue yeah. of Vogue is yeah. for the year. September. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I remember the photographer that they hired for this thing was just one of those guys that like the whole team's running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And Uh he just like, I remember him standing there with his hand out and they put the camera in his hand and he's like, blah, 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 and then just gives the camera back. And it was (laughs) just like, you know, he he was just so above everything, which I mean, I guess when you're, you know, a trillion dollar Vogue photographer that you can just, you know, but it just, I love that. I love that there's a human side to this to this thing it's so mm.
3: i'm sure that they appreciate that so much more than oh you know yeah. like nobody wants that where no. they're like the photographer's not even talking to them Ew. i can't imagine no it's yeah. Yeah, about
4: feeling like you can be whoever you are It's beautiful
2: great. yeah all right so we might actually know the answer to the mm. camera question, but we'll, yeah. we'll ask well, here.
3: Yeah, it's a two parts, so it's maybe. It's a two
2: part question. The first part is the Desert Island camera. It's the camera you can't live without. You're being buried with it. Uh, what's mm. it gonna be and why?
4: Oh, well, you know, it's, I I do have a special place for that Hasselblad 500CM, oh, uh, right. I think it's called. Yes. But, yes. but the one is the Contact 645. Yeah. 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 Yep.
3: I can use it in every scenario. It's my love. I I'm obsessed. Mm. It's funny because I would I I don't think I even really thought what camera. I probably assumed assumed it was something else. I I don't think if we've ever gotten that camera, unless you were like a wedding photographer. Right. You know? Yeah, like but... lo- I love that you're using that's the camera. I yeah, love that. not a lot of people use it. I think they're usually using the Mamiyas.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were mm-hmm. gonna say RZ when you were mm-hmm. you know when you were talking about that. Yeah.
3: How are the photographers focusing that? For us? I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. I, need that's another know. like
3: like stressor oh is like gosh. focus, you know? Yeah. When you're talking about the Hasselblad, I was at the park and I was, you know, shooting my kid, and I was like, that that didn't work. No. That's not a focus. It's so hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like, every set and models jumping around
0: on a fashion no. set.
2: Yeah. yeah. No How way. do you do that? No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a first for that. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that's the first five, 645. I I mean, I know it's been, we've talked about it before, but I don't think it was ever the, so yeah, good answer. And part two is the white whale. Is there a camera Mm. that you've kind of had your eye on that you've always wanted to shoot and own and, and you just haven't had the chance to.
4: I think it's what a lot of my favorites shoot on. I think it's, is it the Mamiya RZ? What's what's the best Mm -hmm. one? Is that the best one? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I would love to try it again. <laughs> I think I rented it once, and I was like, "How do they do it?" Yeah. yeah, but I would love to play around with that because my favorites use it.
2: It's tricky because it's
4: it's huge, yeah. it's
3: heavy. It is, you
2: They're know. Like and then you have pounds. to look yep.
3: down into it. Right? You don't
2: always. They do make an eye level. You, I mean, that's
3: true. I haven't. I yeah. have an eye level thing too. Yeah. I don't know, what am I talking about? But um, yeah. I know. It's just a, That's the, the autofocus and the in the it's different than. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, two very very good answers. Yeah. Man, anything else, Chris? You can you can think of. I don't of.
3: know. This has been so fun, Heather. <laughs> Thank you, again I for, know. for hanging out. Thank and you. I loved it. Film forever. Film is yes. film,
2: forever. film
3: forever. She's it's not dead, and we're we're not going to let it die either.
2: Film is. This alive. community will revolt.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Hell yeah, Heather. Where can everybody check out your work? You have a website, Instagram, Twitter. Where do you want to? Uh, website and Instagram, Heather Hazan. Yeah, perfect. Timothy, where are you?
2: Guys, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. What else is there no instagram and twitter uh at timothy makeups i also have some film photography related youtube stuff easiest way to find that's just go to the search bar type in timothy makeups can also go to timothymakeups.com and that's it for me Chris, where are you?
3: So I am Chris B Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We're Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. And that's it. Amazing. Thank you, Timothy. Hey, Heather. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you. It's our pleasure. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Alright, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Heather, thanks so much for joining us. It was so great getting to hear your story, how you got into this whole thing. We love your work. We also can't wait to see what the future holds. Thanks again for taking the time to hang out. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. For only a buck, you can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon-only developing hang nights over there and a bunch of stuff in the archives. Patreon is the best way to support the show. For all the patrons that already helped support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you thank you so much that's gonna be it another episode down keep shooting guys have a good week and we will see you soon with an all new episode all right later